Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Plant Divide podcast. Thank you so, so much for joining me here today. I really appreciate it. This is a space for high schoolers and teenagers to talk, shaping themselves into the best people they can be. Growing up can feel lonely, but we're here taking on each challenge together. I realized that I called the last episode number four when it's actually five, so my bad. Anyways, I am a huge lover of the new year. I hear a lot of people say that If you want to achieve something, you should just start whenever instead of waiting for the new year, but I'm not like that. I love the energy and excitement of the new year and it feeling like a fresh start even though it is just the next day, but it symbolizes a lot for me, so I like to take advantage of it fully. This year, I've set some clear goals for myself and I have made plans for how I'm going to achieve them, which I can't wait to share, but for now, I say we move on to our weekly segments. So in the last episode, I said that I wanted to go to sleep before 10.30 and to have one day off of social media. I did achieve both, which is really nice. I am definitely a morning person, but I would make myself stay up late to get work done, or because I procrastinated so late that I'd have to stay up even later studying, and it was bad. But I would, one, so much rather just wake up early. I am a morning owl. What is it? Early bird? Oh, I am an early bird. <laughs> I am an early bird, not a morning owl. What? I am an early bird, so I don't mind waking up earlier to finish work. And then also... It just was motivation having school to get my work done as soon as I got home. You feel so much better, and the scariest feeling is when it's like 10.30, and you still have to study for a test, and it's really bad, and you start like breaking down. So having the school really allowed me to prevent that from happening as best as possible. Not to say I did not procrastinate, but this definitely helped. And then, and then the second goal was to have one day off of social media, which did come true. I'm actually so proud of myself for this one more than anything. Because I have a really bad problem with social media and I go on it when I'm bored or when I want a break. Like if I'm doing homework and I want a five-minute break, I will go on social media and that turns into a lot longer than five minutes. And I'm proud of myself for saying I'm off it today. Um, And it felt really nice. I wasn't wasting time, it felt like. And I talked to my family and I just was working on being creative. And so I am proud of myself for doing that as well. And then as for my goals for this week... I want to sew a dress and fully clean my room out before the new year. When you're watching this, it might be after the new year, but I'm not really sure. (laughs) But either way, I am recording this before, and so I want to make sure that my room is fully clean. So as for the dress one, I recently gotten back into sewing. Not that I ever was a big sewer, but, but my Nana is, and we would always sew together, so I'm trying to pick up this hobby. And I actually made two shirts, and they're not the cutest, I would never wear them out. But I made them, and they like looked like actual shirts, so that's cool. But then my sewing machine broke, which is always really fun. And so I was waiting for a piece to come in that I couldn't find at like Joanne's. So I had to order it, and then the order got delayed. But it's finally here, and so now I don't have an excuse. I'm going to sit down today and work on my dress. I bought a pattern on Etsy, and it's really cute. So hopefully my dress comes out well. And if it does, I'll share it on my Instagram story or TikTok. I'm not really sure. Somewhere. But yeah, I want to sew that this week, and... And hopefully it comes out cute. I bought like this blue knit fabric and if it works, it'll be like a cute little summer mini dress. So yeah. And then as for cleaning my room, I have cleaned my dresser and it looks really aesthetic. I got some cute decor for Christmas. And so my dresser is kind of screaming Pinterest, if I do say so myself. But my desk and my floor and the clothes everywhere do not. So I want to clean that up. And like I said, the new year symbolizes like a fresh start and is important to me. So I want to start that off with a clean room um as well and then my quote for this week is actually one i never heard of before but i was on pinterest as i am often working on my vision board for this year and i saw this quote and it actually is like really inspiring and really cute but also like heck yeah and it is fight for your fairy tale so 
I think I was listening to a song and it's called Paradise. And I definitely heard the song a lot of times before, but this was the first time I really sat down and like thought about it. And there's a line that's kind of blown up. Um, and it's like, when she was just a girl, she expected the world, but it flew away from her reach. And that like really resonated with me. And, and while I've heard this song a lot before, that was the first time I heard it. And I was like, wow, <laughs> like that kind of hurts me because when you're younger, like I was just reflecting. And so I was thinking about like my younger self and I was like, wow, like I thought I was going to be a famous princess and I was going to take over the world with my fairy magic. And that was just really like, it's kind of sad hearing that lyric and being like, yeah, like you think that the world is going to be rainbows and butterflies when you're younger. And you have like, I guess, a naive outlook. But when you grow up and you realize that the world isn't as pretty as you once thought it was, and, and that also life is a lot more difficult than you probably anticipated, like that fairy tale kind of leaves you. So to me, that quote is like, when you were a little child, you had big, big goals, and now your goals might be different than they once were. I'm no longer maybe trying to be a fairy princess, <laughs> but I have big goals, and so I know little me would want me to still fight for my goals. And so to me, like that is what I want to do. I want to make her proud and work on my goals and not give up no matter how hard they are i will fight for my fairy tale um and yeah fight for the little girl who is so excited about life and what it had and, and i don't want to give up on any big dreams that's kind of like a nostalgic and kind of sappy quote but i wanted to share it because it resonated a lot with me along with that song lyric like i heard that i think on like instagram reels and it's like wow <laughs> that was really deep so hopefully that can like inspire some of you to work on those big goals because no dream is too big and i want to stress that because I feel like people try and shut others down because they are jealous or they are intimidated. Like if you say you want to start a company, someone else can be like, wow, like that's an intimidating goal and I don't have the courage to do it myself, so I'm going to put others down. And so you feel like it's a massive, impossible goal, but it's really not. And I want you all to take that into the new year. When you're setting your goals, do not be embarrassed to set big goals. Do not be embarrassed ever to dream big. As for updates in my life, this episode might come out after New Year's. I honestly have no idea. But um, when I'm recording this, Christmas just happened a few days ago. And like, and winter break for me was so needed. I was feeling really, really drained from the school year. It's definitely my hardest school year ever. And it's really been taking its toll on me mentally. So I really needed this break. I was so drained. Um, but I'm so grateful for it. And my family has been so sweet and generous. And I, I'm so grateful for all the time I have with them always. We watched Christmas movies, and I made a cake with my mom for Christmas, and it was like white chocolate truffle. It tasted so good, and that was really fun. We opened gifts, and I got some really fun things. And also, my dog, we got her like a little Santa costume, which is hilarious, and she's running around with that on, which is so cute. I made gingerbread houses with my friends, and we watched Christmas movies, um, and just really got into the spirit, made gingerbread cookies. So that was really helping me feel festive, and I am feeling a lot more recovered from the burnout I was definitely feeling. And hopefully when I go back to school, like now that I've had this break, um, I'm able to ease back into the school year, prepare for midterms and take on this year because I can and I'm capable of being able to go through this year healthily and happily. And also speaking of like mental blocks and mental effects, <laughs> I guess, of life. Um, another one I noticed was in running. I started off my running like cross country season really, really well. I was a really good runner for my team. <laughs> like I was running really fast and I had worked so hard, like, this summer, I had put in so many miles every single day across the globe, like, I was in different continents, waking up at six in the morning to go for a run, and I worked really hard, <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but I did, and it paid off at the start, but at the end, I definitely think I felt the repercussions of it, my body was worn down, and I had run times that were so much slower than I was used to, 
um, which was really hard to note that I'd worked so hard and I didn't do the best at taking care of my body. So when it came down to it, like I wasn't able to step up for the big races and that really sucked. And then I had some break off and not only did it affect me physically, but also mentally, like I was getting really down on myself and I was really disappointed and felt like maybe I could have done something more. And I felt like it was my fault for not necessarily taking the right steps in recovery and nutrition and everything like that. So I took the two weeks off and track rolled around and I was feeling like during practice, I was feeling physically good. I felt physically strong. I was running well. Um, but then our first meet happened and I was really in my head about the pressure I had on myself because I didn't run too well at the end of cross country. And I was like, this is my chance. Like I have to run good now or like now or never. This will define my entire season. And I was so nervous on that line. And unfortunately, um, I did not run very well. And that was really hard on me again because I kind of felt stuck because I thought that the main reason I was running slow at the end of the season was because my body was tired and that definitely was a factor but I think that also that like mentally I was worn down as well and so break happened and we had a meet during break and coincidentally when I didn't have school and I wasn't stressed and I wasn't burnt out and drained I ran good again and I had a good race for me is like definitely so to me I think that shows like how important the mental aspect of running is and that you have to be in the right headspace because I ran well when I wasn't stressed and I was in the good holiday spirit and feeling proud of myself and confident. So, so one, that made me happy that I am physically able to run again, like physically able to run well. That also is another reason to focus more on my mental aspect of running and put more energy into myself um, and my feelings and, yeah, and how I'm doing. So that was kind of a long story, but basically I'm realizing the importance of taking care of yourself, both physically, you know, stretching and nutrition, but also giving myself the rest I need and not pushing myself too, too hard to the point of constantly burning out because that is not sustainable as shown by my, as seen by my, it's my gradual decline. <laughs> However, I do want to say that if you are also in a running slump or in a slump with your sport or anything else, any activity, any aspect of life, like that is not where you are placed forever. If you are in a slump right now, you can come out of it. And that is shown by me in my running. Speaking of slumps, I also got out of my reading slump, which makes me super excited. For Christmas, my mom got me It Starts With Us by Colleen Hoover, and I know Colleen Hoover is very hated on in the book talk world, reading world. She's also widely loved, but I feel like people either love her or they hate her and think she's an awful writer. But I am really grateful for her because I was a huge reader when I was younger, and I read the entire Harry Potter series multiple times in like the span of weeks. Like I read that series so fast. Flew through Hunger Games, like I read all those classic middle school books. But then I kind of stopped, um, especially in quarantine. I was just on my phone a lot, honestly. And then I heard about It Ends With Us, and everyone was talking about it. And so I bought it. I was like, why not? And I flew through that book. It was so, like, that book was so good. And I think, one, the story was so important. Like, that really gave me a different perspective on the topic matter that it covers. And I started reading so much. And I got to the point where I was reading, like, big books, like The Emperor of All Maladies, which is a tough one. But um, if you're into nonfiction, it's a really good book about like, cancer. Definitely difficult to read. Like mentally, it's sad, but also it's like a lot of words. It's, it's like a big book, so it's hard. But um, I read that, and I was feeling really good. But then I got into a slump again, and I decided to read It Starts With Us, and I read it again in like a day. And I flew through, and I was really happy. Now I'm reading more books, and so that's exciting for the new year. I have actually read some other Colin Hoover books, though. I've read a total of, I want to say five of hers, because I've also read... Verity, November 9th, and Reminders of Him, which, not, like, not to get off topic and make this a book episode, because I will have a book episode next, I think, that's the plan, let me know what you think, um, Verity I did like, 
November 9th, I hated, like, that book was awful. I'm sorry, that book I, I could not do. I thought the male character was so annoying. And then Reminders of Him, I thought it was pretty good. But anyways, if it's not on an episode, I will talk about my books that I read in some sort of social media content. So, like, a reel or a TikTok. That's all I have. <laughs> okay, now on to the main part of today's episode. I'm going to start with sharing my goals with you. Just giving you some inspiration and some ideas and then also letting you know like where I'm coming from and what I want to achieve in this year. So I left those in a different room um, because I'm really smart and prepare well. So I'm going to go grab those really quick and yeah. Okay, so I wrote my goals down in my notebook. I know it's very common for people to like digitally create their goals, but I love the aspect of a notebook and writing it on paper. So this is my Harry Potter journal. It's actually the cutest thing ever. I have two Harry Potter notebooks, so this is my favorite. I know you can't see it, but... It is like the Harry Potter acceptance letter. Love the story so much. And it was like the first books I ever cried to, <laughs> which sounds kind of sad, but it like, I genuinely felt like I was there. Like I felt like I was with the characters and it will always have a special place in my heart. But anyways, that is besides the point. Um, oh, but let's go over my goals for this year. So I think I have like seven main goals and then I have like smaller goals or habits underneath them. So these are in no particular order. But the first one is to have a successful academic year. So I'm going to get into a bunch of like tips also after this for how to goal set. But I will share one tip with you now. And that is to write your goals as if they already happened. So for example, in my journal, I wrote as one of my goals, I had a successful academic year. So I wrote it as if it already happened. Um, because if you're like, if you write something as if it already happened, basically like you will embody that person and make that a reality. If you work hard enough, obviously it's not just going to happen, but if you put in the work, like, you are more likely to make that happen because, I, you know, I am a person who had a successful academic year, and so I'm going to embody that. So that is a very big, like, umbrella goal. So I've broken it down. So the first thing I want to do is create a college list. I am currently a sophomore, but by the end of this year, I will be halfway through junior year, and so at that point, I would like to have some sort of idea of what schools I want to be looking at, and, you know, do I want like, a big school, small school, do I want to stay on... A certain side of the country stuff like that so that is one of the goals i have for this year maybe not for like right now but for later on during the summer start of next year stuff like that the second thing is i have a goal for my gpa my unweighted gpa i have a certain goal and then i also want to take either the act or sat i wasn't able to take the psat this year so i don't have like a gauge of how i would have done on that but i think my plan is like during the summer to take a diagnostic test for probably both of those and then see which one i like more see which one i do better on and then go from there and take one of those and then score well. I'm not entirely sure like what score well means. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not sure what specific numbers I am aiming for, but hopefully I do score good enough to the point where like I'm proud of myself. And then my last goal that consists under this academic year umbrella is to have a leadership role. This can be either in a club, become a captain for a sports team, or any other activity that I am participating in. This isn't too specific, but just some sort of leadership form so I can have practice with being in control. I'm the person where I like having other people tell me what to do, which sounds kind of weird, but like, even when I'm with my friends and they're like, what should we do? I'm always like, I don't know, what do you want to do? I'm a big people pleaser, which is good to like, want to make others happy, but it also gets to a point where I need to take charge sometimes, and this I think will be good practice. Okay, my second goal is that I have improved my Spanish. So the little smaller goals I have underneath this are to sign up for, I think it's like called the bi-fluency exam, either bi-fluency, bi-literacy, something like that. But I would actually take the test, I think, like, in the start, like, in January, February 2024. But I can sign up this year. So that's the plan. And then to get to that 
point. I want to watch shows in Spanish, practice speaking, um, obviously take the class, <laughs> obviously like, do well in my Spanish class at school, Duolingo, stuff like that. Just basically embodying the language more. And my biggest, I think, like setback right now is that I'm too scared to speak and practice the language, but I want to be more confident with speaking because I think that will help me a lot. Goal number three for myself um, is that I am the strongest and healthiest version of myself. So the goals I have for this are to build muscle through lifting. I'm definitely like a fit person. I run every single day. And so I would say that I'm pretty fit, but I want to build more muscle. One, because I want to be stronger. You know, ideally, I want to be able to like do 10 pull-ups. And so in order to reach goals like that, I need to build muscle. And also to help with injury prevention and running. You can't run and not lift, and if you don't have good muscles when you run, like you are basically asking for injuries, <laughs> which I do not want to happen. So I want to build muscle as well. And then I also have time goals for my mile time and my 5K. I'm not sure if I will share these just yet because they are very ambitious. And for me, like if I set a goal that's very ambitious, I don't want to be scared to write it down and to set that for myself. If I know that I have to share a goal with someone else, like I might tame it down a little bit. Um, but I'm gonna dream big, and for now I'm gonna keep this to myself. But if I get close to these goals, if I achieve them, I will let you know. I also potentially want to do a Spartan race. I have to look into like how possible that would be, like if there's one near me um, and the dates. But when I was younger, I would watch the show all the time. And I did do like one of the Spartan kids races years ago, which is so much fun and a great experience. Um, so I think that could be a really good way to, one, encourage me to like build muscle and get stronger. And then also like push myself because I feel like that'd be so fun. For those who don't know, I should explain a Spartan race. It's like a running race. So like I would do like a 10K, 5K, something like that. But it has obstacle courses throughout, which has your strength. So like so like sandbag carries, like rope climbs, a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And so that would be really, really fun. And I, like I said, I grew up watching the show. They have a show about it. It's kind of like American Ninja Warrior, if you ever watch that. And that I, I would be so excited to watch people compete in a race. So being able to do one of those races would be a huge childhood goal of mine and would definitely be me fighting for my fairy tale, if you will. I also want to focus on eating healthier and feel my body. I find whenever I don't eat well, my stomach hurts so bad, and that is just not the vibe that I want to eat to feel well and feel energized. So to do that, I want to reduce my sugar intake and the amount of processed foods I'm eating because they don't make me feel good and they don't give me energy. They provide instant gratification, but in the long run, they just don't do anything for you. Instead, I want to prioritize eating whole foods and protein. I eat so much fruit, like probably too much fruit, so it is good to eat that, but I also want to add like other whole foods in my diet, like vegetables and protein. I want to eat more meats, um, more grains, maybe even some spinach, dare I say. So stuff like that. Um, and that will make me feel like a lot more energized. I feel like that's my biggest thing. And also fueled. Like if I want to run well, I need to eat well. If I want to be able to build muscle, I need to eat well. Like muscle, yes, you need to lift weights, but you also need to fuel yourself in the correct ways. The next goal I have for myself is one of the few goals I didn't achieve last year. So I'm setting it again, and I'm determined, and that is to have less than two hours of screen time a day. This is kind of embarrassing that I'm not able to achieve this, but I'm really committed this year. And my plans for this are to only go on social media with intention and use social media as a tool rather than a distraction. I was listening to the 8020 podcast, and Lily was talking about this, and it made a lot of sense to set it as a goal for myself. So if I go on Instagram, am I going on it to let you know that I have a new episode, or am I going on it to see what the Kardashians are doing. <laughs> Differentiating between that and then knowing when it's best not to go online will help me a lot. And then I also do not want to use my phone or technology in bed. I want my bed to be a place of rest and I think cutting out my phone use in bed will first make it easier to fall asleep myself. 
then also prevent me from just sitting there for hours scrolling. And then this is actually similar to the first goal, but only go on my phone with a purpose. So my next goal is a financial goal, and I've never set a financial goal for myself in the past, and I'm not entirely sure how this is going to happen, but I'm dreaming big, and you know, I'll share this one. So it is to make $5,000. Now, I listen to a lot of podcasts of people who are adults and to have jobs, and so for them, this would be like nothing, but as a high school student who does not have a job, <laughs> I don't know where this money's going to come from, but I'm determined. So I do have some examples of how this could happen. So potentially, if I grow my podcast enough, I could use this as a source of income. It's definitely not like the plan right now, and I'm not relying on it <laughs> to be an option for income, but it is definitely like there um, eventually. I also might want to do a summer job. I had a summer job last year, and I did not have a good experience, but I could find a different workplace. Barnes & Noble would be like my dream job ever because I could get discounts on books, and I could steal the new releases, and I could like talk to people about books like that is the dream so that is like ideally where i'd work so putting it out there you know Barnes and Noble, if you want to hire me let me know and then also through babysitting and i also have the idea of like starting a clothing brand this would be a little bit ambitious and i would need to like definitely do a lot of research but i'm using it as like a way to brainstorm okay so the next goal is to work on my podcast and grow it and i also want to focus on being consistent with it and making sure that this doesn't just get thrown to the sides because i love this so much i love be able to talk and share my feelings and <laughs> just have like an outlet. Um, and I'm so grateful for this. And also like online, I love listening to others and I know other podcasts have done so much to help me. And so ideally, like I wouldn't be putting out that positive energy into the internet. So ideally, I want to be getting into consistent weekly episodes and then also grow my listener base, I guess, across social media. So I'm going to do that by, again, up- uploading consistently, promoting it on social media, those are my main plans right now. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically the goal is just to grow my podcast and make it something that I am really, really proud of and I'm always putting my best foot forward on the internet with. Okay, and then my last goal. Yeah, my last goal. I think this is number seven. Hopefully, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, yeah, is to read 25 books. I'm gonna be honest, I wanted to set the goal higher, but in my um, scrapbook for the year, I only had like a space for 25 slots. So it just fit well in my journal, um, which I can post on my story. It actually is so cute. Like I made my spreads this year adorable it's like a bold journal but like scrapbooky and it's so cute so if you want to see that like i actually will post it on my story because it's so cute <laughs> not to brag but like i popped off this year like last year's like okay but this year like i did like italy themed and it's adorbs <laughs> so to go along with this goal of 25 bucks i also want to make sure that i end each day with reading and also have six of these books be nonfiction because fiction books are so fun and i love them but i also want to be able to increase my knowledge this year because knowledge is power and knowledge is strength, um, and I want to be able to know more topics and find nonfiction books that are topics that I'm interested in. I don't just want to read a book on, like, a random historical event just because. I want to read books on topics that excite me and make me look forward to reading and learning. I think that I've lost my love for learning a lot this year, um, which is really sad, and so nonfiction books and reading about topics that interest me will help me feel that. My voice is actually dying right now, so I feel like it sounds like I'm crying, but (laughs) I'm okay. I'm just, like, I'm having a sore throat, so... Definitely smart idea to record a podcast. But now that I've gone through all my goals, um, I'm going to talk about some tips for setting your own. Is to set big, big, big dream goals to have that could be seen as unachievable. And these don't need to be goals that you want to achieve in the new year, but just like in your lifetime. Like, what would be the amazing dream? So, let's see. An example could be like maybe one day you want to own your own store. You want to own your own restaurant. That's like your big, big dream. Or you want to. Be on Forbes 30 under 30, or you want to be a singer 
who sells that on a tour. These are big dreams, um, but write them down because you can use this as a jumping off point to create new goals, but also just manifest. Just put it out there in the universe because that never hurts anyone. A lot of people know that they want to set goals, but they might not know what goals are like, the most important for them and which ones they actually care about. And so the best way to find this is through reflection. You can go on Pinterest and find a bunch of prompts on there. I'm also thinking about posting a reel with prompts, so check out my Instagram for that. If you want some reflection prompts, or maybe my TikTok. Again, I have no idea how this whole like social media thing will go. <laughs> but yeah, find prompts. When you know, I reflected on my weak spots this year, what made me sad, what made me happy, what I was proud of, what I accomplished. And I use that to have a baseline for 2023. Next is to create rewards for yourself. Because... You can be really inspired for your goals in January, but check in in April or May, and you might be a little bit less motivated. So set some rewards for yourself. For example, if I consistently upload on my podcast, I might reward myself with buying a microphone so that I can be a little bit fancier. Or if your goal is to go to the gym five times a week, if you do so for two months in a row, get yourself a nice little gym set. Get yourself like a cute little outfit, you know? So giving yourself rewards can keep you motivated and while it really does come down to discipline, having those rewards does not hurt and are a nice, fun incentive to help you with those disciplined actions. Then this is something I already talked about, but just to reiterate it, writing your actions if they already happened is a great way, again, of manifestation. Not everyone believes in it, but it's more about like mindset than anything. If you write, I achieved this, or I did this, or I own this, you are putting yourself in the mindset of someone who does. And so having this mindset shift can help you mentally push yourself forward and keep going. Then don't just set goals, but set habits and steps to actually achieve them. If you want to make $20,000 in a year, that's great, but you can't just write that down and start making $20,000. Like You need to have the steps in place to do that. Build habits. Maybe in the morning, you want to spend 10 minutes reading financial books so that you know how to be smart with your money. Maybe you want to spend an hour each morning working on your side hustle. So maybe you want to spend like one day a month looking at jobs, something like that. Um... And just put habits in place for your goals. So if my habit is to improve my Spanish, I'm going to spend 20 minutes a day on Duolingo. I'm going to watch one Spanish TV show episode a week. Because improving my Spanish is a great goal, but it's not actually a habit in itself. And it's not an attainable thing to do on its own. And then the last little tip I wanted to share with you is to create a vision board. I created one today, and it's actually gorgeous. Like, I set it as my computer background and also my iPad background. And I think it's so cute, um, and it really inspires me, and so I'm feeling excited about this new year, and being able to wake up in the morning and look at it and be like, wow, like, this will be my life if I work hard enough, and so having that really motivates me. So hopefully you feel inspired to take on this new year and make 2023 the year for you. If you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to me. Remember that this year can be ours if we make it, and only you have the power to turn this year into the one for you. I believe in you, and no dream is too big. Thank you all for joining me in this corner of the internet today and for listening to me talk to myself. As always, I want to remind you that you got this and that you can do anything. I hope that this podcast helps you to plant the seeds for becoming the best version of you. If you ever want to talk, feel free to DM me on Instagram at plantivipod. And if you want to hear more, tune in next week. Okay, that's all for me. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you all soon. Bye!